knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. What's going on, Facebook Live, YouTube, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen? How we doing tonight? Mr. Randall is in the process of moving, so he's not going to be uh, on the show this evening, but uh, wishing him well, man. Our boy is uh, all grown up and moving to Tennessee, uh, so it's uh, it's good, to, good and exciting for him, man. Uh, super excited for for our guy Jay Randall. Um tonight guys gals we got uh, a very special guest. That bass fishing dude is in the house tonight. Uh we're going to be talking about something special that he's got going on uh for Autism Awareness Month. Uh you know, get a little background on him and what he does in the kayak fishing world and the fishing world in general and all that good stuff. So do me a favor, go down in that lower left-hand corner hit that share button. Let's get some folks in here and uh, share this up on Facebook. That's what I'm trying to do as I'm talking to you guys. Uh, but uh, it's going to be an epic show, guys, and uh, for such a great cause. Um was already talking to my man behind the scenes before we started, and uh, uh, I'm looking forward to tonight's conversation. Uh, so let's get them in the house and uh get this conversation started what's up my man how you doing tonight hey what's going on brother how you doing good man uh looking forward to uh our chat tonight and i'm still trying to share this up <laughs> you got it you got the long things. name man that's what's throwing me off <laughs> i know man sorry but uh no man uh looking forward to it man i've um definitely heard a lot about you i know uh our man armando has uh had you on before i believe and uh he's talked with uh uh one of your partners in crime um i think he's your camera charlie right cameraman yeah. uh wells yeah. media right yeah, yeah digital wells he's not yeah, he's not my wells. cameraman he's he's just really good with a camera <laughs> i actually <laughs> i have a full-time videographer um that works with me outside of charlie charlie has been um 
fundamental to a lot of the content that we've shot um, in the past. So, I mean, even even recently, I mean, we shoot a lot of stuff together, but that's the home. Yeah, that's my man. I was uh, before we jumped on here. I was watching your video of uh, you catching your PB, and you were fishing oh, yeah. with him, I believe. Yep. And uh, that bass got hung up under the dock, and he went up and just kind of climbed over and grabbed it out for you. That was awesome. Jumped was right awesome, in the action, man. man. Clutch moment right there. <laughs> I've broken that PB since then. That video is actually – we shot that in September of last year. Okay. And, uh, we we, we kind of got gypped on those fish, man. Um, you know, we caught those just before rolling, and, you know, right in the end of fall, getting ready to roll into the wintertime. And – um. You know, those fish were really, really long, huge heads, and they, you know, they just hadn't really pulled up and started feeding yet. You right. Know, I think if we if we caught those fish right now, that uh, we caught oh, in that video. Be twice the size of what they 12, were. 12, 13 pounders, you know, easily. So, you know, it is what it is though. But I've I've already broken that that PB again. Nice, <laughs> nice. Unfortunately, it was not on video. <laughs> but um yeah, I do got pictures and everything like that to share from it. But very cool man very cool i love it well let's uh let's get a little background on you man like how'd you get into fishing and, and fishing out of a kayak so you know I, like most people i'm sure you know i've grown up fishing my entire life you know i'm originally from central texas um down in temple i live in dallas um in one of the north northeastern suburbs of dallas okay and um you know fishing for me has always been a part of my life you know growing up but, you know, I was in the military for 10 years. Um, I've, you know, sustained multiple injuries through my, my deployments to Iraq and Afghanistan. I got medically uh, retired um, oh, in 2013. And um, from there, you know, I've gone into a lot of different hobbies throughout, you know, the last coming up on 10 years since I've been out of the military. You know, everything from woodworking to, you know, messing with cars to just being outdoors in general. But, you know, I've, again, I've always, outdoors has always been a part of my life. But you know, about three and a half coming up on four years ago, you know, I just kind of really got back into the mode of fishing again and, and not just any old fishing, you know, because the type of fishing that I grew up doing, like most people grew up doing is, you know, just worm fishing, worm and bobber sure. fishing, go line out there, sure. sit and wait. But, um, you know, for me, it was really, um, I really wanted to, to learn how to fish for bass, you know, and, and a big reason behind that is, is because I felt like if I can catch a bass, then I can pretty much catch anything. There, there's nothing on the planet that I couldn't catch if I can learn how to chase these green fish. So, you know, I, I just took a, a leap of faith and I said, you know, I'm going to create a YouTube channel and an Instagram account and I'm going to start making YouTube videos. And boom, I jumped into it headfirst. It took nice. me probably three months of screwing around with this to actually catch my first fish. <laughs> for one, you know, buying every piece of soft plastic that you can imagine sure. from Walmart. My wife actually banned me from buying any more soft plastics. <laughs> and, um, it's most and it fishermen, was, man. It's just, it's not just you. It's most fishermen. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. And it, it was a serious challenge. But once I did it and once I finally got that first fish in my hands, you know, it opened the door for me. You know, I saw this, this light at the end of this tunnel that was just like, man, this is a lot of fun and I want to continue to do it. And then how I ended up in a kayak, you know, this is a fast forward a year down the line almost. Um, I had bought my wife a, a an Ascend FS10T, a little 10-foot kayak. You know, I'm seven feet yeah. tall. You know, I'm, I'm probably You're the tallest tall, kayak yeah. <laughs> in the world. And, um, you know, I bought my wife this, uh, this Ascend FS10T from Bass Pro Shops for Mother's Day. 
And uh, we had a boat at the time. We had a big old 27 foot tritune. We would take the kids out on tube and all that other kind of crazy stuff. And we would just mothership her kayak out there, um, you know, on the back of the boat. And, you know, she would just jump out on it and we'd pull up in a cove or something, anchor, and she would just paddle off and do her own thing. And, um, you know, one of the one day I was just like, you know, let me try that. You know, this was a huge mistake that almost ended my kayaking career before it even started. So she's like, all right, cool. I had never been on a kayak before. Um, I didn't know what to expect. And this kayak is definitely not built to support somebody of my stature. You know, I weigh 315 pounds on a good day, you know, seven feet tall. This boat has a maximum capacity of like 300. So I jump in the boat. And, you know, again, I have, you know, I broke my back in the army. That was one of my injuries. And um, so, oh, wow. you know, I, I'm not flexible by any means, you know, so my, my body doesn't bend and sit in a certain position, but, um, you know, so I sit down in this kayak and, you know, my balance is all jacked up because, you know, again, I have really poor balance. Sure. But um, I couldn't sit in the kayak the way that a normal person would sit in the kayak. You know, you sit back up against the backrest, legs out in front of you, you're balancing basically with your core muscles and stabilizers and you're paddling couldn't do that. The only way that I could actually sit in this kayak and balance it was to actually sit in it back up against the backrest with my legs hanging over the gunnels. Okay. So my feet are in the water, basically bent at the knee. <laughs> so basically from my shins down is in the water. So as soon as I get on this kayak, man, I, you know, I threw me a little fishing rod in the back of the kayak and the rod holder, got the paddle. No soon as I sat down on this thing and, and I said that I was good, my wife takes off on the boat. She's gone. <laughs> and, um, you know, her and the kids rip off. They're, you know, five, six, seven hundred yards away from me in like two seconds gone. So I'm kind of just like, you know, screwing around with this thing. And then all of a sudden this boat is just like I'm I feel like this boat is getting it's got a lot of water in it. Like it's it's not actually on top of the water like it should be. <laughs> so I'm like looking down and I mean, it's just water rolling through the scuppers. Sure. And I'm basically sinking at this point. Like, I know that the kayak is not going to sink, but, you know, I got a PFD on, but at the same time, I'm freaking out. You know, I don't know. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, I, I've, I've taken drown proofing and, you know, swimming. I can swim like a fish. I'm good when it comes to that. But in that moment, yeah, I was right. literally losing my mind. And um, I'm waving my hands like, hey, come back. Come back and get, and get me. Come back. And my wife, you know, she peeps over at me and she's like, hey. <laughs> you know, she's like, hey, how you doing? I was like, no, come back and get me. And um, she finally, it took probably 10, 15 minutes for her to finally realize that I needed help. Come back and get me. And and what's crazy about it is, is that I literally probably could have just stood up in the water that I was in. I was probably only in about five feet of water. Unbeknownst oh, okay, to yeah. me, didn't know this, but I was probably only in about five feet of water could have stood up if I wanted to. If I had flipped out of the kayak, I'd have been perfectly fine. Could have stood up. Didn't know this. Again, freaking out because the boat's going under. So she swings back around, comes, picks me up. And um, I get back on the boat and I'm like, man, forget that crap. I'm never getting on the kayak. <laughs> and uh, so we drag the kayak back up on the thing. She's laughing. The kids are losing their mind. They think it's all funny and everything like that. Well, a couple weeks later, man, I was just sitting around and I was like, I really want to give this kayak thing another. Because I was like, there's got to be a platform out here that's big enough to support a big guy like me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I, you know, so I just jump on the Internet and I start searching, you know, get on YouTube and start looking around for kayaks. And 
you know, right around this time is when the, the Three Waters Big Fish 120 came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, that that's Three Waters is a sister company for Feel Free. And, right. Um, so, you know, I was familiar with Feel Free kayaks, but again, didn't know anything about them really, you know, overly off the top to really get me going. So, you know, a lot of research, you know, just watching YouTube videos about this kayak, you know, had a really high weight capacity. Um, it was spacious and it was built for fishing, had a high seat on it. So I was like, man, let me go tr- check this thing out. So I went up, uh, it was me and my daughter, Presley, we went up to, no, it was me and Lila. Presley was like two at the time, I think. It's me okay. and my, my now eight-year-old about to be nine in a couple of weeks. But um, we rolled up to Mariner Sales and um, they had one in there on the floor. And uh, we walk in, I was like, hey, you know, Duke was up there that that day. And I was like, hey, you know, um, you got three waters, big fish, 120. He's like, yeah, come over here and check it out. Blah, blah, blah. So he walks me over there, we're looking at it. And I sit down on the ground and I sit down in the seat. And I was like, this is actually, you know, comfortable. I could deal with this, you know. And, um, you know, it was a sub $1,000 boat. And I yeah. bought it that day. I literally bought it that day. And uh, nice. I was like, I'll take it, you know. And and I I my, did my maiden voyage. I think the the very next day, got it out on the water, and the rest is history, man. I've gone from I fished out of that boat for almost two years, and um, you know, it took me a year to to brave standing up in that kayak. So you know, people <laughs> see me out there on the water, and they're like, "Dude, you stand up on that thing?" I'm like, yeah, you know, I got the confidence to stand up on it, and you know, walk around on it a little bit, and. Um, you know, then I moved out of that boat into a Hobie Pro Angler 14. I was on a 12 for a little while as well, but then I moved over to a 14 and you know, the rest is history, man. Here we are. No, that's awesome, man. That's a great story. <laughs> yeah, man. I love it. I love the part of your wife's just like, yeah, hi. Yeah, We're man. She, <laughs> she literally thought I was just saying, hey, how you doing? She was just waving at me like, hey, no, I'm sinking over here. Come back and get me. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. I, I get where you're coming from, man, because I'm not as tall as you, but I'm I'm like six three, six four, and you know, I'm not the skinniest guy in the world. And like people are like, You stand in a kayak? And I'm like, Yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's funny to see people's reaction when you you actually tell them that, you know what I mean? Especially yeah, for I mean, being such a big guy, you know. Exactly. But, you know, people that don't follow me on social media that don't even know that I'm on social media or on YouTube or any of that stuff, you know, they see me out on this kayak, man. And they're like, I come to the ramp and I'm getting off the water and they're just like blown away. Like <laughs> this dude is huge. You just got off of that little plastic boat. And it's like, golly, man. It's like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really out here. That's great. That's awesome, man. It just goes to show, man. It's uh, it's such a universal thing. You know, um, a lot of people, you know, like I've talked about it with people before when, people aren't familiar with kayak fishing. They think that it's like a little sit inside skinny kayak, you know, and then you actually, you know, explain it to them. And they're like, Oh wow, I could do that. You know, and it's yeah, cool I mean, to see that reaction, you know, hundred percent, man. It's, it's pretty amazing, man. Just, you know, to see how far this sport has come, you know, in the, in the almost four years that I've been in it, you know, that I've been a part of the, the paddle sports community. It, it has really, really grown substantially. Yeah, it's awesome to see it, man. I love it. No, I I agree, man. I mean, I got into it 2018, I think, 2017, 2018. So about the same timeline, you know, and it's uh, it is crazy, man. It's like every year, like we're all Jones and like, 
what's the newest and greatest thing coming out you know we all get excited for it and then where our minds are blown and then they're blown again the next year you know um, so it's totally cool to see but so when when you got into bat like going strictly bass fishing and all that stuff that's when you started the youtube channel and everything this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages. Things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. No, I mean, I started the YouTube channel. So basically, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine and, um, you know, come to find out he was a bass fisherman. I, me and him went to college, didn't even know this. And, um, you know, I had been watching some YouTube videos of, uh, you know, Justin Rackley, you know, one of the guys. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, he's he's right in our age category, you know, so I'm 37, you know, he's right around that 35, 36. Yep. And, um, you know, he was fishing a pond that was like somewhere right around here where I live at. And, you know, it was the first time I'd ever even really looked up bass fishing, other than obviously you watch pro fishermen, you know. Sure, you know, sure, sure, sure. Watching, you know, Bill and, you know, Roland and all those guys. But, <laughs> you know, on the YouTube side of the house, you know, I just searched bass fishing and then all these videos start popping up of these guys. And the first video that popped up was a video of Justin Rackley. I think he had just gotten out of college. You know, he was fishing this pond that was somewhere right around here where I live at. And, you know, he was throwing a, I remember like it was yesterday, he was throwing a fire tiger chatterbait with a Lake Fork Trophy Lures swim bait on the back of it. And um, he bombs this thing out there across this pond and he's, and he's rolling it back right along the, the bank line and just leans into this hill. Yeah, this fish, man. I'm just, I'm like, I'm stuck on the screen, like, oh, what has he got? He's cranking and cranking and cranking. And it's like a four and a half pound bass, man. Huge fish. And um, I was just like, yo, I was like, I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to do that. Like, I want to learn how to do that. So, you know, I started watching a lot of his videos, just watching, you know, even his older stuff whenever, you know, he's making the instructional stuff. Sure. And then I got to talking to my buddy that I went to school with. And I was just like, you know, man, you know, I was watching these videos of these dudes, man, catching bass. And he's like, yeah, man, me and my dad bass fish all the time. And uh, I was like, what? He's <laughs> like, yeah. And, um, I'm like, bro. So uh, I was like, dude, I want to learn how to do that. And then on top of that, I was like, I want to make YouTube videos. 
because like me, I'm a I'm a person that I'm I love, you know, the aspect of creating content. You know, I love Absolutely. doing it. I like, you know, taking photos and, and making videos and I like being in front of the camera, behind the camera. I like sharing my story, my, you know, my journey and, you know, the adventures that I go on. So like I, I wanted to do that, you know, and I and I'm a person that you know, when I do anything, I put 110 percent in every anything that I do. My wife will tell you that I, I'm almost I almost like get obsessive with it. You know, like I'm sure. that tuned with it. And um, because if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it well. You know, I'm going to do it the right. best, best right. possible. And so my boy was like, he's like, well, if you want to do it, then just do it. And I was like, you know what? I am going to do it. And uh, dude, I'm not joking. The next day, dude, I went and bought a GoPro. I went and I bought a bait caster and a rod. I started out straight off the rip bait caster. Nice. And, uh, bro, I jumped out there and I started doing it. I, I made a YouTube channel and I made an Instagram cha- uh, page the same day. I bought all that stuff. And I was sitting there, I was thinking, like, what is my name going to be? And I was like, that bass fishing dude. And I was like, that's it. It was literally the first thing that popped in my head. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> and that was the day that that bass fishing dude was born. September 17th, 2018 was the birth of that bass fishing dude. Yeah, that was right about the time we started this podcast, man. And it's it's crazy like you're talking about this and we got very similar stories because like like you man, I fished all my life, but I I I was heavy into bass fishing in my younger in my youth and that was because of my dad and stuff, but when I got into the kayak fishing, I was like, man, you know, me and me and a buddy of mine got into it and we were like, dude, we should uh we should do this. Like, you know, we'll, we'll start a podcast. We both big fans of like Joe Rogan, you know, podcasts like that, you know, and it was like, nobody's going to listen to it, but at least we'll like document, like, you know, our, our, our journey into this kayak fishing thing, you know, and then it's kind of blown up into this crazy thing, you know, and it's just like, man, it's such a, such a cool story and, you know, very similar you know, between the two of us, man. And it's, and that's one thing too, like I wanted to bring up and uh, I just guys and gals watching, if you guys are listening later on the podcast platforms, um, I'll put all these links in the, in the show notes, but um, I just dropped the uh, link to um, the, your YouTube channel in the chat for everybody. But I was going through watching some of your content and um, like, Bro, your thumbnails are unbelievable. Number one, Thanks, <laughs> and and I know that's like a huge thing in YouTube, and like I've always struggled with making thumbnails, but the content itself, dude, and is just phenomenal. And then not only that, but like your um your persona and your excitement definitely shows and comes through on the videos, man. Which I was like yeah man this guy's this guy gets it he knows what's up you know it's uh you know like you're you like that pb that you know we talked about um that you've since broken like just the pure excitement as you were like bro bro you know you're freaking out and it's like i i picture myself like i'd be doing the same thing you know and it and that's cool man and that's what what sometimes i think like a lot of people that are trying to do YouTube like struggle with is just being yeah, themselves and like showing that excitement, you know? So I commend you for that, man. That, that was awesome. Uh, 
We got to. Yeah, that's one of the things that we focus on is, you know, is the is the is being authentic, man. You know, I think that, like you said, that's something that a lot of people in this space, you know, whether it's the, the up and comers or even the guys that are, you know, that have been doing this for a while. You know, a lot of people get get this this mindset that, you know, fishing is this giant highlight reel. You know, yeah, it's, right. you know it's always you watch a lot of guys' videos and it's always just hook set, hook set, hook yeah. set, hook set, big fish. You know, oh crazy this, crazy that. We almost died, you know, blah sure. blah blah blah. And it's like that's not fishing, you know, that's not no. that's not what fishing is. You know, fishing is is hard, you know, fishing yeah. is actually really, really tough. And you know, that's something that you know we try to focus on, you know, that I, me and Charlie really try to focus on is is showing the good with the bad, you know. Sure. Showing those those birds' nests, you know, those backlashes, you know, the broken rod tips, you know, flipping the kayak, you know, things like that, Get, you know, getting hurt, you know, getting a hook in your hand, you know, because, you know, that's the reality of what fishing is. You know, yeah. those things happen, you know, those missed fish, you know, fish jump breaking off at the at the last minute right at the boat, you know, that's what fishing is, you know, and, you know, keeping that level of authenticity with the fishing that we do, you know, it's, it provides a learning experience for, for new people, new anglers that are coming into this sport to see, you know, Oh, fishing is actually tough, but it, you know, it gives them an opportunity to learn from the things that we do and, you know, potentially not make those same mistakes out on the water. Or if they do make those mistakes, they know how to react in those situations, you know, because sure, sure. What happened, you know, that, and that's just what the reality of it is. <laughs> Well, and I think too, like, you know, a, a lot of these young, younger uh, kids are coming into the sport and they see hook set after hook set and then they go out and they realize like, it's not all about catching, you know, yeah, man. it's actually fishing it really <laughs> and, is. It, and it deters a little bit, some of them a little bit, but you know, once they get the hang of it, it's good. Uh, Charlie's in the chat calling you out he says brandon backlashes every time out every time dude, every single time <laughs> and that is that is not a lie I I, dude i'm probably right there with you i get one at least at least one every bro we have been out hundreds of times i mean we have gone on hundreds of adventures and i'm not kidding i've had a backlash at least one every single time we've been out Oh, I hear you, man. I'm the same way. We, I was just down in Tennessee, I don't know what, two weeks ago. And it was like, it's been a little bit because I'm not I'm not fortunate like you. I live up in the north, so it's like it's still cold up here. And, yeah. you know, I get down to Tennessee and I'm excited. I'm finally got my flip flops on. I'm in the <laughs> kayak and uh, go to cast. And I'm just like, oh, son of a gun. Like, you know, like I got to learn how to fish all over again. <laughs> Right. like you know but uh it definitely happens man definitely it happens but um let's uh let's move forward man so um you got a pretty killer campaign running uh for the rest of this month uh till the end of april and uh it's for autism awareness for those listening that don't know april is autism awareness month and uh, I know this is something really close and near and dear to your heart. And you've been doing this. This is the third year now? Third year. Yeah, the third year. Uh, okay. So, I mean, um, I guess, like, if you don't mind sharing the story, man, like, how, you know, how has autism affected, you know, your life? I know um, you, your son is on the, the spectrum. That's correct. The correct terminology, yep. correct? Yes, sir. So, um, for me, you know, 
I've worked with, with special needs kids basically since my days in the military. You know, from working with, sorry, my dogs are like going absolutely nuts. My girls are outside out there running around. But, um, you know, I've worked with special needs kids basically since my days in the military. Um, volunteering with Special Olympics, coaching Special Olympics, etc. Um, and all of that kind of carried over once I got out of the military as well. You know, um, my son, you know, being diagnosed at a really early age um, with autism, um, he played sports. You know, we we tried early on to socialize him and, you know, obviously get him, you know, because, you know, he used to only eat chicken nuggets and French fries. I mean, now this dude will literally eat anything. You put in front of him. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's really surprising, man. You'll go to a restaurant. Like, we went to a Joe's Crab Shack one time. He ordered calamari. You know, like fried <laughs> calamari. And I was like, like, bro, do you know what that is? And he just like, yeah. And I was like, are you sure? And he was like, yeah. He starts, he's smashing. And I was like, okay, what is that? And he's like, it's squid. Bet that. All right, cool. <laughs> he needs a steak's medium, you know, or medium rare, you know, sometimes, you know, I was just like, bro, what is going on? He's 15. But, um, you know, so again, you know, started out, you know, you know, coaching Special Olympics in the military, volunteering Special Olympics that carried over into my civilian life as well. Once I got out, coaching my son's teams, um, there's a local um, organization that's right here in Wiley called the Wiley Heat. And I was a coach. I volunteered with them for a really long time and then became a coach for them as well, working with other kids with special needs from Down syndrome to autism to even some minor to severe disabilities. Um, but, you know, playing basketball, football, soccer, bowling, uh, cool. you know, track and field, you know, all kinds of different really cool things. But, um, you know, things to, you know, socialize the kids and things like that. And then whenever I started this fishing journey, you know, this whole social media piece of this, um, you know, I, so for those of y'all that don't know, which most of y'all probably don't know this, but I work for Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. And um, I work in information security for Raising Cane's. And we actually have a guy that works at Cane's at the headquarters with me who's also on the spectrum. Okay. And uh, again, whenever I started this social media thing, you know, I... I've always wanted to do things, you know, because I've taken a lot from this community as far as, you know, just things that I needed to learn to get where I am. Sure. And I've always, you know, made a point to to give that back, whether it's through time or, you know, education, whatever it may be, or even monetary, you know, whatever it may be to finding ways to give that back to the community around me that I serve. So, you know. Um, I was talking to some people at work and I was like, you know, hey, you know, where did he come from? And they were like, oh, he comes from this organization called Austin's Autistic Adventures, which is a nonprofit that's right here in DFW that supports teens and young adults on the spectrum. And um, it's the only organization like it in the country. And um, they provide social interaction, you know, social events for these teens and young adults. You know, the kids are 15 to you know 18 years old. And um, they do everything from job shadowing to, you know, day trips. They go to amusement parks. They do, you know, painting with a twist. They do all kinds of really, really cool stuff. And um, just so happened, like six, seven months later, you know, they were up there doing a tour of our office because our office is really, really cool. You know, we've got all this really cool stuff up there. I mean, like if you can imagine going to see what Google looks like, that's what working at Kings looks like. Okay. Our headquarters is really awesome. And um, so, you know, they're up there doing a big tour. And uh, I just so happened to be downstairs grabbing a drink. And I uh, came across Jamie, who's the founder of the organization. And uh, I got to talking to Jamie. 
And um, around this time, my, my social media platform wasn't huge, but it was, you know, I was big. I think it's I had like 6,000, 7,000 followers at the time, you know, a few hundred subs on YouTube. And, um, you know, we got to talking and I was just like, hey, you know, I heard about your organization. I heard what you do. And I was like, my son's on the spectrum. You know, at the time, Brad was 12. Okay. And, uh, we, um, she was like, oh, that's so awesome. You know, he's a little too young to join, you know, the organization right now, but you know, we would definitely love to have him whenever he gets a little bit older. And I was like, awesome. And then that's when I was like, you know what? I was like, boom, you know, so, hey, I have a, you know, a, a fairly large social media following and I, and, you know, I would really love to partner with your organization to help raise some funds for you guys. I was like, if that's something that you guys are inter- interested in, I mean, I know that y'all live off donations and things like that, but I, I would love to find a way to support your organization. And she was like, that would be awesome. And so, you know, I, I put this in, I, I put this in front of Charlie and I was like, Hey, I want to say I put this in front of Charlie. The first year it may have just been me by myself. Okay. And so, you know, I was like, man, what do I want to do to, to raise money for this? So I was like, you know what? I'll design a t-shirt and I'll sell that t-shirt and I'll donate all the profits from the sale of that t-shirt to the organization. That's I, was huge. Like, I was like, that's exactly what I'll do. So boom, I'm, I designed this, this really sick t-shirt. Uh, and obviously it's autism themed, you know, um, it's got a quote on it. Uh, fishing puts the pieces together. My son actually came up with that quote that year. That's cool. Um, and it's always a, it's always some type of fishing related design. And um, boom, I post it on my website, start promoting it on my Instagram, YouTube, and we start selling shirts, boom, selling shirts, selling shirts, selling shirts. We ended up raising a thousand dollars the first That's year. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, first year, thousand dollars. So I was like, boom, this is awesome. So boom, you know, I presented the, you know, I met up with Jamie over here right down the road and I, you know, I presented a, I had a, I had already given her the money, but I, you know, I had a, I went and got one of those big cardboard checks. Yeah. So I wanted to see a picture of it because, you know, it wasn't something that I did. You know, this is something that we, my platform, yeah, did, you know, right, and I right. always make point to point out is that, you know, you know, my followers and, you know, my, the, the people that support me are the ones that allow me to do this, you know, and this is not a me thing. This is a we thing. This is something that we did. Absolutely. And, uh, so, you know, I took the big cardboard check over there. And you said, you know, here, you know, thousand dollars to Austin's Autistic Adventures from TBFD gang. And uh, the gang is basically everybody that encompasses, um, you know, what the Bad Bastards and Do platform is, the gang. Yeah. And um, so they were so happy about it, man. We took a cool picture, posted it up on social. And, you know, it, it and that was the start of what we've grown to today. And, you know, and the thought behind it is there's probably a lot of people that are like, man, well, why Austin's Autistic Adventures? Why not, you know, some big national organization like Autism Speaks or some of the other, you know, well-known sure. autism um, organizations? And the reality of it for me was, is that I wanted to to raise money for an organization and put money in the, in the hands of an organization to where I could see those dollars go to work immediately. You know, because we sure we absolutely 100 percent could have, you know, did some kind of campaign, you know, for Autism Speaks or one of these other larger organizations. Sure. And send them a donation check, you know, or send it to them online or however you send donations to places like that. Yeah, you and just never know where it goes, though. You know? It would have been a drop in the bucket. Then people get millions of dollars a year. Right. You know, from every which way you can imagine money coming in from. And you never know really where that money is actually going. You know, what is that money really being used for? Well, with the organization like Austin's Autistic Adventures, they are a 501c, you know, nonprofit. But them being local to me right here in my own community, I get to physically see those dollars go to work. 
immediately. That's awesome. So, um, boom, fast forward the next year, you know, we, we start ramping up, gearing up for the autism awareness campaign volume two. And, um, you know, me and Charlie are talking about how we're going to do it this year, you know, that year. And it's like, you know, boom, we're going to do another T-shirt, you know, and last year's T-shirt was why fit in when you were born to stand out? You know, that's the quote that was on on last year's shirt. And the, the cool. picture the picture was like a, a school of bass that, you know, all of them, they're like rolling through and they they've got all these unique lateral lines. And then one of them has a very, very unique lateral line. Like his lateral line is all these puzzle pieces that run That's cool. the side. So, you know, you can clearly tell that he's different than the rest of them. He stands out, you know, and, you know, he doesn't fit in with the rest of them. But so, sure. you know, that, and that quote is, is, you know, why fit in when you were born to stand out? You know, kids and, you know, people that are born with autism, you know, they were born to stand out. They were born to be different. You know, so that one resonated really, really well with a lot of people. And um, boom, we posted that shirt. We ended up raising twenty five, twenty two fifty um, for that that for last year. But then Private Water Fishing, one of my brand partners, yeah. ended up matching, matching our donation that. amount and uh, brought our grand total for last year to forty five hundred dollars. So now, boom, we're here. We are twenty twenty two. You know, rolling into the next big campaign. And uh, dude, it's off to a really amazing start, man. I mean, we we kicked this one off. Uh, a couple weeks early just to give people a little bit more time to get involved with the campaign. And, um, dude, it's, it's been unbelievable, man. This year's, um, t-shirt is a kayak, um, with a, a child on the front holding up a big bass. Um, and, um, the, the, uh, quote for this year is see the able, not the label, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I got it pulled up on the screen here, man. And, uh, it's super cool. I didn't, I didn't even realize, that that was a kid in the kayak. I thought it was just the puzzle pieces in there. And now that I actually like blew it up and fully looked at it, I, I see what you're saying. It's the kid just holding the bass up like that. That's awesome. I didn't yeah. catch that the first couple of times I looked at it. That's very cool, man. Very cool. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thank you, sir. Thank you. We put a lot of work into these, uh, a lot of thought into these these shirts every year. And, um, you know, try to come up with something unique, you know, something that stands out every single year. And um, it's just, it's been, it's been a lot of fun, man. Oh, I believe it, dude. I believe it. I mean, and, and it's going to such a good cause, man. And, you know, I totally get where you're coming from. Like, uh, you know, you donate to some of these bigger charities and it's, uh, 
you know, you don't know where those funds are going. And, and like you said, the fact that you can actually see that stuff at work right there, you know, in front of you, uh, happening in your, in your own hometown, so to speak, it's pretty cool, man, to, to know that you're helping that organization, you know, help all these folks out, man, which is just so huge, so huge. But, um, I dropped. Uh, I just dropped a link into the chat, guys and gals. If you guys want to go pick up one of these T-shirts, and I'll pop them up on the on the screen again. And they, you guys, even have a real nice hoodie too. Yeah, man, we did a hoodie this year. I'm, I'm rocking it right now. We did that specifically for you Northerners, man, that are up there. Where, you know, <laughs> I appreciate it's, that. It's, it's I appreciate colder, that. a lot longer. You know, you guys may not get a chance to to be rocking a T-shirt as soon as everyone else. Sure. And we also have a youth shirt on there as well for for the kids. No, that's awesome, man. It's uh I was like, ooh, do I get the hoodie or do I get the t-shirt or do I just get both? You know? So <laughs> I got both uh in the shopping cart ready to go, man. So it's super cool. Awesome, man. Definitely appreciate that support, man. I absolutely appreciate it. But um one thing I wanted to ask you, right? Because like you're you're well versed in this, and uh we kind of talked about it beforehand, like autism is such a, a a wide spectrum and it's uh there's so many unknowns out there so like can you kind of walk us through like what does autism look like like from end to end on the spectrum so to speak well it, it can vary a lot you know from from kid to kid and that's what that's what's so so unique about autism as a whole and what's so interesting about it is is how it varies so much from child to child. You know, you may have, you know, two kids that are born the exact same day, both have autism and they will have two totally different experiences. You know, one could be verbal, one could be nonverbal, you know, one could be, you know, very social or not social at all. You know, there's so many different things that go into it. Like my son, for instance, um, he's high functioning. You know, he um, he's he's relatively normal for the most part. And I hate to use that term normal. What's normal? normal yeah. What's <laughs> normal anymore? But, um, you know, he's he's pretty much like any other kid for the most part. Um, but he's really quirky. You know, he has a lot of quirks. Sure. And, um, you can tell that he has, you know, social anxiety and he's not as social or up to speed on social um instances as, as as you or I would be like somebody that's not on the spectrum sure and you know he's very sensitive to things like he's not not so much anymore when he was younger he really was like sound like like different sounds and um tastes like man this kid can taste spice in bro I'm talking about you could pull a pack <laughs> of chicken out and just cook it with nothing on it and hit and it if it's got a drop of anything on it, he can tell you exactly what's on it. He'd be like, that's got pepper on it, spicy. I mean, he'll eat it, but, you know, that's the thing. Like, when he was younger, like, you couldn't get this kid to eat anything other than French fries and freaking chicken nuggets. That's crazy. And, you know, I remember the the first real experience that I got him to eat something other than that was I made some turkey burgers. Okay. And, uh, I got him to eat one of those. I was like, Brad, I was like, you really got to start eating something different. I think he was, he was six at the time. And I was like, dude, I was like, dude, you got to start eating something different. I was like, you can't just survive on chicken nuggets and French fries. I was like, you're you're gonna get older, and um, it's gonna be 
all these different foods and things that you that you should be able to experience. And you're not going to be able to do it if you're only going to eat chicken nuggets and french fries. So I made these turkey burgers and I was like, dude, try this. And I, I gave it to him. I made him a little burger and he ate it. He took a big bite of it. And he's like, you know, he's sitting there. He's like analyzing it. You can tell he's like, <laughs> you know, just breaking it down in his head. Sure. And I was like, it's good, isn't it? And um, he was like, yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> it's like that's just awesome. the, the coolest, calmest response. Like, yeah, that's not bad. And then he ate that entire burger. And then from there, it went to getting to try other foods. You know, I mean, you know, bacon. And you know, who doesn't like bacon? I mean, this fool loves bacon. And, um, you know, now, like, I mean, I'm not joking. Like, dude, there's basically nothing that he will not oh. try. <laughs> you can essentially, we could pull up to a, they could build a brand new restaurant with some brand new food that's never been heard of before. They could build it right all over it. You could pull up to it today and you could order something and be like, hey, man, try this. And he'll he'll try it. And, That's he, awesome. and he'll give it a shot. You know, a lot of kids won't do that. You know, sure. I mean, he's 15 at this point. You know, he's almost a grown man. But, you know, it, it's just really interesting seeing him grow and evolve, you know, while being on the spectrum like he is. Because, you know, he um, you know, he he lacks in a lot of places as well. You know, like we're constantly having to remind him to like brush his teeth or take a shower you know things like that. that's most teenagers yeah, yeah to an extent but then <laughs> right right no i get you man i get but you. then there are some some kids that are on the spectrum you know that i've worked with that you know they do that stuff on their own they don't need to be reminded to do things like that but other things they're not great at you know like they're like motor skill related stuff like washing dishes or something like that sure like, sure sure, sure. this will can play the heck out of some video games though yeah you know <laughs> And, um, you know, when he was younger, he used to stem a lot. So stemming is a way whenever they're understimulated, they okay. basically stimulate themselves, but in an outward motion. So to them. So, man, I used to think, dude, I'm not kidding, man. My son, when he was younger, like you would think he was having the most epic battles you could ever imagine in his head. dude. Like, I mean, if I wish that they, that somebody would invent a helmet that you could put on his head that was plugged into a TV so you could see what was going on. Because you could just sit back and just walk. Dude, he would literally, and the thing is, is that it's it's almost OCD. Yeah, he would take yeah, yeah. the same exact steps and the same amount of steps from one corner of the living room to the other and back. He would step into the exact same spots and he would do the same foot movement. He would drag his foot the same way. And it's not, he's doing this all subconsciously. He's not even thinking about this. Sure, sure, and, sure. That's crazy. You know, that's how, but all the while he's doing this, he's like making all these sound effects and he's talking like he's like, oh no. But <laughs> you just know, like, dude, it's like, it's going down in his head, right? Sure. And I would be like, um, like he would, he, um, he gets attached to things like, he um he had this little like a medicine dropper when he was a kid. It's like this little this little squeeze dropper thing. Yeah, yeah. He took that thing everywhere. And I mean like dude for like two or three years, like he had that that was a he he would carry that thing everywhere with him. And then from there, he had like a, a rubber or it was some kind of piece of rubber. And then now he he plays with a straw, like a bendy straw. And he's been okay. on that bendy straw kick for probably probably 12 years no not that long probably probably about eight years now he's been on that bendy straw kick so we buy tons and tons and tons of of bendy straws and um 
he freaking dude like he's got that thing in his hand everywhere he goes like it's always in his hand he's 15 i mean he'll he'll be like between his fingers and everywhere he goes he has that bendy straw with him that's he's cool. sitting on the table he's got it he washes his hands he's got it in his hand <laughs> he's eating dinner it's in his hand and it's like dude you gotta put that straw down whenever you wash your hands but you know, it's just it's just really unique. But I mean, he's really into writing and um, and reading. Like he, you're talking about a kid that literally reads encyclopedias cover to cover. Oh wow! And, uh, he is a walking encyclopedia, man. This, there's not a there's not anything that you can ask this kid about about any type of history that he will not rattle it off to you and tell you what was going on. I mean, it's so detailed. He could tell you like what the weather was like, what it smelled like that day. That's how deep wow. into it is. I uh, I once met a gentleman um, who was on the spectrum, and like his thing was baseball, and like he it, it almost seemed like he could tell you any baseball stat you wanted to know, and like I I'm not huge on baseball stats, but a, a friend of mine that I was with was, and like we both walked away like, how did he know that? And, uh, my buddy had, had known this gentleman and, uh, it, it, it was such a unique experience and I would have never thought or guessed that, um, you know, like that was one of the kind of things that, uh, people that have autism kind of do or have, you know? Yeah, man, definitely. Hey, man, I hate to step away for a second, but can, can you give me like two seconds? Just yeah, quick? yeah, yeah. You're good, man. You're good. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, while he's he's away, guys, man, it's it's such an interesting conversation and um, such a, a a unique thing, autism in general, and um, like uh, that bass fishing dude said, you know, it's there's so many unknowns, um, but. You know, there's been advancements in research and stuff like that, um, which, you know, has brought to the limelight more awareness of, of what it is and what's going on and things like that, man. And uh, um, I definitely encourage you guys to um, go to the link in the chat. I'm going to drop it in there again. It's just that best fishing forward slash pages forward slash autism awareness campaign and you know pick up a shirt pick up a hoodie and uh you know all the benefits from that go to that uh organization that i dropped in the chat as well um austin's autistic adventures and it's uh, just a huge thing for um you know people that you know suffer from autism it it helps them out in so many different ways um and then while you guys are at it too man don't forget to uh follow him on all the social media stuff the instagram the facebook the youtube and i'll drop those chats uh links in the chat once again as well too man but um mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. No, man, I was just talking about how it's just so so unique. 
you know what i mean like um you know when you when you look at the spectrum across the board and um I mean, I wish I could read an encyclopedia from front to back, and <laughs> I get I was through like two pages of one. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I get through like four pages and be like, "Yeah, this isn't happening," you know, and just drop it, you know. But it's uh, it's crazy, you know. Like, I a lot of folks with autism, man, they are some of the smartest people I've ever met. You know, they really are, man. They are very, very intelligent. And I mean, it's, it's really, really, it's, 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 it's interesting how that works out, man. Like, it's like they have access to their entire brain, you know, where we're only using half, you know, you know, right. whatever percentage of our brain is, they get access to the whole thing, man. Cause dude, they, they've got some serious, you know, problem solving skills, you know, they're really good, you know, I mean, but again, that, that whole piece of it is so different because it varies from person to person. You know, you get some that are really good at math. You get some that are not good at math at all. You know, you got some that are really good with chemistry or that are really good with science or history. Like my son, you know, he's really, really, I mean, he is stellar at history. That's awesome. You know, and that's something he is super passionate about as well. You know, and he's a, and he, he's in normal classes, you know, he's in regular classes like everybody else. And, um, you know, he, um, he ta- he's even taken some advanced classes as well. And he's a he's a straight A student, you know. I mean, he's a he's a stellar student academically, you know. He's lazy as a mug, you know. That's a, <laughs> but, you know that comes with being, you know, not only being a teenager, but then you know the autism as well. Because I mean, he's super lazy. Sure, but um, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, man. But he is like he's like hyper vigilant, you know, to certain things, you know. But then some things he just doesn't pay attention to at all. Like I mean, it's just like in one ear out the other and he's not even paying attention to it right 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 yeah it's uh that's wild man i I mean what um like as a parent you know like what uh what has been like the biggest struggle that you've kind of dealt you know had to face with with uh his autism so to speak i think for me the biggest thing is is just him growing up you know it's just really kind of just gearing him up to, to go out into the real world and be able to, you know, function on his own, you know, as a, as a normal functioning person in society, because, you know, the reality of it is, is that he is capable of doing so, you know, while there are some kids, you know, some people that are on the spectrum that will never leave home, you know, we've got friends that have, you know, autistic, you know, kids that, you know, they will live with them forever. But, you know, Bradley is more than capable of going out and getting a job and driving a car and having a girlfriend and, you know, getting married one day, having kids, all of that stuff, you know, Heck functioning yeah. on his own in society, you That's know, awesome. even in, even in his own quirky way, you know, he will he's able to get out and do that. But, um, you know, and the, the biggest challenge for me, I think, as a parent is really just trying to gear him up for that, you know, because he's a man, you know, he's, he's a yeah. grown man, you know, so you know, getting him focused on doing the things that a man does, you know, um, it's just constantly reminding him of these things, you know, and um, a big part of it is, is like chores, you know, S- simple things, you know, while while they seem insignificant now, those insignificant things correlate to bigger things later on in life. Like, take the trash out. You came in here, you went into the pantry, you got a snack, you see the trash cans overflowing. You literally took the trash off of whatever you're eating and you threw it in the trash can anyway, instead of just saying, oh, crap, the trash is full. Let me get that, take it out. He's sure. getting better at doing that. 
feeding the dogs. You know, we got four dogs, you know, making sure that the dogs are fed, not just feeding Asher or Great Dane. You know, the little ones need some food, too. <laughs> you know, they need food, you know, three times a day, make sure that they're eating. And, um, you know, do your homework when you come home from school. Don't wait until, you know, you know you got a project that you need to do that's due in a week. Don't wait until, you know, 8, 29 in the morning the day that it's due to be like oh crap i got this project that i need to do sure 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 try to help you get your homework done you know it's like you know those these little things are you know they again they correlate into bigger things you know you're going to need to remember that i need to wake up to go to work in the morning you know i need to make sure i remember to put gas in my car you know i need to remember to put groceries in the refrigerator you know that's another thing about him is like if you don't ask him if he's hungry or if you don't mention food to him, this fool just won't eat. You know, <laughs> he'll just eat a bunch of crap. You know, he'll be in there eating like gummies and chips and stuff instead of, you know, <laughs> we'll have like sandwich meat or something in there that you can go in and literally just make a sandwich on your own. Sure. You know, he won't, you know, he doesn't think to, oh, let me go here and make a sandwich. He does sometimes, but I mean, most of the time it's typically when he's like starving at that point. You know, he'll be like, dude, go and make a sandwich. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's <laughs> Um, to be like, hey, are you hungry? Do you want something to eat for you to be like, hey, um, I'm hungry. I need to go eat something. You know, you're 15. You're about to be 16. It's like, right. You know, you're going to start thinking about a lot of other things that, you know, you should be starting to focus on these pieces and start putting this stuff in line because these are going to be re- repetitive, redundant things that you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. And uh, I think that for me is a, a big struggle is just, you know, getting him prepared for adulthood, man, to, to go out here and be a, a functioning grown man in society. I hear you on that, man. I hear you on that. I mean, it's it's one thing, you know, like I got two teenagers myself and, uh, you know, obviously that's something as a parent we worry about. But I mean, you know, your scenario is 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 far deeper than mine. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I could, I can try to say I understand or relate, but I, I, I really don't. And I've never been in your shoes. Um, but I envy you, man, for what you do and, and how you do it. You know what I mean? So appreciate that. Man. But, uh, uh, our man Dustin Nichols is in the chat. He says, Knack was on point today. I don't know. Yeah, man. Talking. Uh, so I fished the Southeast Texas KBL. Okay. All right. It's <laughs> a kayak bass league here in, uh, here in Texas. It's down South. So I make the, the long journey to fish this trail cause I'm in North Texas and we fish this stuff up here all the time. So like in a tournament situation, I'm not really interested in fishing a lot of this stuff up here. I'd rather fish the stuff that's down South and Central Texas cause I'm really from Central Texas. So sure. I like fishing those types of reservoirs down there, you know, this, you know, just totally different style of fishing. So He's talking about Lake Nacogdoches, which is out in Nacogdoches, Texas, where um, that's our next tournament. It's actually next weekend. So, okay, all right, I'll be here, uh, Thursday and Friday pre-fishing, and then ready to slap them on Saturday. Just uh, do me a favor and slap my boy Dustin Nichols and uh, <laughs> put a hurting on him, man. He's always, dude. He posts up in our group chat all the time, like, "Oh, caught another 20. and I'm like, "Yeah, um, still waiting to get on the water, bro." <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Doo Doo, man. He's a he's a man. Dustin's a man. I love it. That's he awesome. said uh, he left the house at two this morning, got on the water at seven, and he just got back home. So, 
I'm yeah, sure man. he's had a long day, but uh, I bet he's had a solid day out there too, man. I, I've been we've been hearing a lot about Knack. Like the last like couple weeks has been like on fire out there. Dudes have been smacking some phenomenal fish out there. So nice. the tournament is going to be a ton of fun, man. I, I'm really really excited about it. Well, I mean, if your competition's anything like dusted, it should be a it should be a cakewalk, man. Just a breeze. Uh, you got yeah, man. Southeast Texas KBL's <laughs> got some of the best talent in the state in it, man. It's, it's a bunch of hammers down there, man. That's I hear you. A great group of guys, man. That, and that's why I love fishing with them, man. They are they were very, very welcoming of me, you know, coming over, you know, fishing this trail from, you know, uh, this is only my second year even fishing tournaments. And um I fished the cats trail last year. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. You know, they were open arms whenever I came over there, very helpful. And, you know, it's been a solid, solid group of dudes, man. Just a lot of fun. You know, we have a lot of fun at the tournaments and just, it's, it's always fun and funny. You know, it's a bunch of clowns down there, man, having a good time all the time. So Heck yeah. it's a blast, man. Dustin's good people, man. He is, uh, he is one good, good cat, man. Agreed. He, uh, Usually calls me when he's on road trips to stay awake, and uh, we'll we'll <laughs> laugh it up for about an hour, hour and a half, and That's just awesome. talk fishing, man. So he's a good dude, man. Good to see you down there fishing with those guys, man. Absolutely. Yeah, he says now you need to come catch some reds. And, it's, ha- it's happening, man. We're me and Charlie are going to make it happen this year. We were supposed to do it last year, but we will be down there this year. He's uh, I was supposed to go right before the pandemic, or right when the pandemic hit and i had to cancel that trip man and i still need to reschedule that but um well i appreciate it man we're coming up on the hour mark um i'll give you final thoughts anything you want to promote throw out there for the good folks uh tuning in listening at home man nothing man dude i just want to say thank you man for having me on dude i really really appreciate you you inviting me out man i absolutely appreciate the conversations and um Look forward to hopefully getting out on the water with you sometime, man. If you ever make it down this way, I got if it. If I make it up your way and it's not frozen, uh, oh, dude, <laughs> yeah, come up here anytime. I mean, even if you want to come when it's frozen, we could take you out ice fishing, man. We'll dude, so again. so, man, we'll, I you know I talk I talk kind of bad about ice fishing, but you know it sounded like I need to go. You, know? you so do, you do. Maybe we need to go do some ice fishing one of these years. So dude, we might dude, up anytime you guys want to come up here, you are more than welcome, man. Uh, I got a place for you to stay. We got a lake block and a half away and we'll, we'll catch. I, I saw you were, uh, you made a video making some crappie tacos. Yes, sir. Bro. <laughs> Crappies through the ice are going to change your mind on crappie tacos in a good way. In a good yeah. way. The, that mean, fish is nice and cold. The, the meat's a little, little better i'm just saying i'm just saying but uh we're gonna pull up on you man (laughs) i i encourage it man i encourage it but uh no man i appreciate it i appreciate the info i appreciate what you do man um you know uh with the autism awareness campaign i know it's something close and personal to you but um to bring others in and bring awareness to it is such a huge thing and uh I appreciate, uh, appreciate, appreciate you, appreciate you coming on tonight to spread the word and uh, just keep doing what you're doing, man. It's it's good stuff. It's awesome stuff, and uh, I look forward to uh, seeing what you do in the future. Um, guys, gals, go get a t-shirt, go get a hoodie. I mean, they're pretty damn awesome. You guys can't argue with that graphic. Um, 
and you guys even offer a bunch of that bass fishing dude swag which is i was eyeing that up too and i was like dude oh i need this one i need that yeah, one man, so. we, we got some, we got some dope stuff on there man i do a lot of i do a lot of our, our my own design work too so a lot of that stuff is right here from good old brain um good old tablet drawing that stuff out man putting it out there i like it man i like it i like it boys and girls Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Folks listening on the podcast, thanks for tuning in and listening. And uh, we're here every Thursday night, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 o'clock, out on the West Coast. We will catch you next week, boys and girls. Tight lines. Smooth paddle. Peace.